it's really a question of how do you invest in security in the organization to really stop treating security as a cost center and try and think of it more as business enablement and that's really key for me is how do you actually engage stakeholders in business terms to help them understand how to build platforms cyber resilience and in this case we're talking about ERP or SAP cyber resilience. Welcome to the Future of ERP podcast. My name's Richard Howells. I'm a Vice President for Thought Leadership for SAP's ERP finance and supply chain solutions. And I'm joined by my co-host, IQ. Hello, everyone. My name is Oik Ilgar. I'm a blogger, marketer, and podcaster in the area of ERP and supply chain at SAP. And today we are going to be discussing how to uncover blind spots with a guide to measure and manage your cybersecurity risks with our guest, Julian Merrick and Mercedes Pertina from IBM. Would you like to introduce yourself, your role at the company, and a little bit about why this topic is important to you? Hello, my name is Julian Merrick. I'm a senior partner in IBM Consulting, focused on cybersecurity services. And I'm passionate about two topics that we're going to talk about here. First of all, quantifying cyber risk. And secondly, how do we protect critical ERP systems, particularly our SAP clients. And my name is Mercedes Baratina. My current role is SAP Security Innovation Lead in the SAP Center of Competence for Europe here in IBM. I'm really pleased to be here today. I have been working in the SAP domain for 13 years now. And in the governance and compliance space, and especially during the last five years, very focused on security. This topic is really exciting as the frequency, the sophistication, and the impact of the cyber threats continue to rise. And therefore, protecting the SAP environment is crucial to maintain the company's of security. Yeah, very happy to be here today. Thank you, and uh, welcome both of you. So, obviously, as we move to the cloud, cybersecurity has become a very hot topic in all companies. From your point of view, what are the most challenging cybersecurity risks? faced by companies today, especially in the IT environment? I guess it's disruption of business processes. I mean, that's what IT is there for. It's to deliver business outputs for the organization. And so the worst case is that this is actually disrupting an organization's data, disrupting an organization's applications, and just stopping the organization being able to deliver its business. And that's really the challenge for me of SAP security is 92% of respondents in a Forbes 500 CIOs and CISOs survey by the Poneman Institute said that an SAP breach would be serious, very serious or catastrophic. Yeah, I consider also that the topic is really broad. So companies nowadays face a wide range of challenging risks, but cyber criminals employ various task tactics like malware, phishing, randomware. And of course, data breaches is also very important. As we know, SAP usually contain critical processes, critical data of companies. So the loss of sensitive customer data could be crucial for the companies. You said 92% uh, say SAP breach could be catastrophic. So with all of these challenges, what could be the impact of an attack in SAP or any other system? Well, so most organizations appreciate that their SAP environments are business critical, but many of them really struggle to get the time and resources to patch vulnerabilities and to build the necessary cyber resilience into their SAP platform. However, you know, disruption to this SAP platform can result in really serious business challenges. I actually had a personal experience of this participating in a crisis simulation exercise with a 
a highly recognized global oil and gas company back in, I think it was 2014, where one of the scenarios was actually that an SAP portal had been compromised. So the technical recommendation was to take down the portal. But of course, this was processing billions of dollars worth of transactions. So actually determining in advance who in the business was going to take the business decision was one of the key findings of this particular crisis simulation and one that I have definitely remembered ever since. Not only did the simulation demonstrate the importance of this crisis decision making, but it also for me demonstrated just how critical the SAP application was to the ongoing business operations and the potential revenue impact of a disruption. Yeah, those losses are not only financial, that also implies reputational damage to the company and of course can result in compliance and legal issues. So at the end, if an SAP system is compromised, it can disrupt business continuity and recovery efforts. So that's why the SAP security space is really relevant for the companies. You listen to the news every night. I listen to the nightly news and they talk about breaches in cybersecurity at different companies and it's becoming commonplace. So with the increased number of cybersecurity attacks, Obviously, companies can't analyze every single threat. There could be multiple ones a day. So in this environment, how can companies safeguard their business against attacks? Well, and I think one of the key challenges is really understanding how you manage cybersecurity as a business risk is a real challenge that organizations have struggled with for some time. It's also an area where, frankly, in the past, there's been a perception that we just need to invest, we just need to invest. But now there's more of a concern by business executives that they find it difficult to you know, see a return on investment. How do they actually understand the level of cyber risk associated with these cyber attacks? And how do they build a business case that actually can justify all these investments that everybody's making in order to try and, and reduce these, these cyber risks? It's really a question of how do you invest in security in the organization to really stop treating security as a cost center and try and think of it more as business enablement. And that's really key for me is how do you actually engage stakeholders in business terms to help them understand how to build platform cyber resilience. And in this case, we're talking about ERP or SAP cyber resilience. And in the conversation we had before the session, we talked about the FAIR methodology, factor analysis of information risk. Could you describe that a little bit and how that gets incorporated within a business? Yeah, so how do you quantify the business impact of cyber risks to your environment is really key here. And the first challenge for me is the word risk can mean different things to different people. So the first key step is to agree a definition of risk scenarios within the organization. So we use this open standard from the FAIR Institute you've referred to, the Factored Analysis of Information Risk is what FAIR stands for. It's an open standard which enables clear definition of a risk scenario. So it helps you provide a framework then for estimating the potential future loss resulting from the risk scenario in financial terms. So it defines the scenario in terms of what's the threat that is going to have a business impact on the business asset. And you're looking at what's the value of the business asset. And obviously, 
what's the, the disruption, what would be the business impact of that disruption if this particular attack methodology is successful. And so that's really how you are then able to quantify the impact in business terms, because you're actually talking to the business about what would the cost be. So if you're in a manufacturing company, you're talking to a plant manager about, so if the ERP system goes down and therefore we can't deliver, we can't operate to the factory or whatever, then what would be the business impact of that? And so you're then able to really understand so what would that impact be on the business of disruption of the core application, core business process that SAP or other ERP platforms are providing? First, we determine the likely frequency of the threat to actually happen to our clients. And then we assess the potential impact of this particular threat. So we look at what are the controls that you've got in place to protect your environment and stop that attack really being successful. And then from a cost perspective, we look at the potential costs of the security breach within the organization. So what are the losses of productivity within the organization? What are the additional costs that you're going to have to find within your own organization to solve the problem? And then we also look at external costs. So fines or damage to your reputation, loss of market share or whatever. And so what we're doing there is estimating the impact and estimating the likelihood of it. And that then allows us to, to come up with something we call the annual loss exposure that then gives you a business value that you can uh, really discuss within the organization. We've received extremely positive feedback in using this approach. And so from the CEO of a global aerospace and defense manufacturing company, he said this is extremely valuable, very rational and very well structured. We actually use the same approach to build a business case for a government agency to actually improve cyber resilience as well. And the feedback from the central government team that they went to was that this is the best business case we've ever seen for investing in cybersecurity. So we really believe that this is a really valuable uh, approach that can really support organisations in, in really building this risk quantification and building a much stronger understanding within the organisation. Once the cyber risks are quantified, what are the next steps to enhance the security of the customers? So you've built the business case, you've been actually able to justify the investment. That really helps you then to build an SAP security strategy that is focused on actually reducing the business risk associated with these disruptions of the SAP environment. But let me hand over to Mercedes, who can talk a little bit more about how we do it at a technical level. What are the actual changes that we would recommend as part of this business case? Yeah, thank you, Julian. So from a more technical perspective, once the cyber risks are quantified, there is a long journey to actively achieve, let's say, a secure environment. So the next steps to enhance security for customers typically involve implementing measures to mitigate those risks. And working with many different types of customers of companies, we have seen that there are four main areas to work on to improve security. So I would say that the first one is to develop a cybersecurity strategy based on those quantified risks, develop a comprehensive cybersecurity strategy that at the end outlines the goals, the objectives, and the action plans to enhance security for the customers. Second would be to implement technical controls. So implementing appropriate technical controls to address those identified risks. This may involve deploying security solutions, 
but also to implement activities, procedures, methods, such as, for example, data encryption, implementing access controls, network segmentation, or secure coding practice. The third area that I would like to highlight is to perform regular vulnerability assessments because at the end, you can implement any kind of solution. You can be secure at that time, but this is something that should be continued. So perform regular vulnerability assessments would help to identify the weaknesses in the organization in terms of infrastructure, system, applications, and this would help to proactively address them before they can be exploited at the end. And the fourth one is continuous monitoring and uh, taking advantage of the threat intelligence. So, so establishing a system for continuous monitoring the organization systems to detect and to respond to potential security incidents in real time. This would help to utilize the threat intelligence sources to stay informed about those emerging threats and vulnerabilities and to keep the company in a secure way. I did have another question about the FAIR methodology. When you implement this methodology, is this just talking about cyber risks or could this be any risk to the business? Well, it's interesting because I think there's a view that definitely it can be used for other risks as well. And it has been, we've certainly seen it used from a sort of business continuity perspective for organizations looking at what would be the impact of floods impacting a data center and things like that. But Fair Institute is mainly focused on cyber. I guess that's the area that uh, is seen as a hot topic at the moment, and therefore lots of people are focusing on cyber risk. But yeah, it, it can definitely be used in other areas as well. So you've given us a good overview of cyber risk in general. So how could IBM help in automating security in the business space? Well, so we are working in different areas. So in the SAP space, there are specific solutions to detect and respond to security threats and incidents in real time within the SAP landscape. Especially this solution, enterprise threat detection helps to monitor and to analyze system logs, network traffic, and also user behavior to identify potential security breaches, suspicious activities, and also anomalies within the SAP systems. So we are working in an Austrian client, for example, monitoring more than 350 systems, considering productive and non-productive environments, and consider 120 rules. Those rules are used to identify those potential breaches. And the important number here is that this automation for evaluating those logs um, is really valuable because this system is analyzing more than 3.3 billions of rows. So you can imagine the huge kind of activity that this company could have with more than 300 systems that it's generating 3.3 billions of um, events. And at the end, this is reduced to the analysis of only 1,000 alerts per month. So um, it's key here to work on the patterns to avoid false positives, but also false negatives. Not only involving SAP solutions, we are also working with customers that take advantage of third-party tools for monitoring those SAP systems that they have in the environment. And they are actually managing more than 10,000 vulnerabilities per quarter. So we have been involved with this customer to tune up the vulnerability management tool, also analyzing the results on a monthly basis, 
and especially defining the action plan and assigning a priority for the remedial actions. The key part here is that uh, you can take advantage of those solutions to identify the threats, the vulnerabilities, but then it's key to take action on avoiding transforming this vulnerability into an exploit that can cause several consequences to the company. So in this space, we are also developing an internal platform based on SAP BTP, taking advantage of different services like the Cloud Foundry or the SAP HANA Cloud Service, and including more than 150 controls defined and related to different areas, such as configuration, accesses, communication, encryption, that is useful to monitor the security on the SAP solutions. Before Richard asks our traditional final question, what have we missed? Are there any other items we should have asked about? Well, there's just one other anecdote I'd like to add, which is an experience we had with a manufacturing organization where they were most concerned about confidentiality of their data. They thought that was the key issue for them. They were part of the defense supply chain, so they were concerned about confidentiality of data. But actually, by quantifying cyber risk, we were able to demonstrate to them that actually what would have the most business impact on them in the organization was actually the integrity of their ERP system. So it's actually somebody getting into your ERP system and tweaking the data in there so that it's not real, that it's been compromised, is something that actually can have way more impact on an organization than potentially just losing confidentiality of their data. I think that was really important actually for that organization to really refocus the way they thought about protecting their ERP system going forward. So we always ask the same question at the end of the podcast. This is the future of ERP podcast. So from your perspective and IBM's perspective, what is the future of ERP? And maybe we'll start with Julian first. ERP systems are business critical and they're moving to the cloud, lots of organizations are now moving to rise with SAP. We've talked about BTP and other cloud platforms there. So I think that, that is one of the key situations that's changing the game already. Now, from a security perspective, some organizations are concerned about the fact that that's going to create, should we say, new security risks. I would argue that actually it's going to protect them against a lot of things that they're taking for granted now as risks, but it is obviously it's going to expose them to new risks. And so the key challenge for organizations is really to understand how do they prepare themselves for that move to the cloud and how do they make sure that they're protecting their data, protecting their processes. But frankly, just to talk about a very current topic, the war in Ukraine is demonstrating that actually being able to move your data and your applications from one infrastructure to another is a very, very effective way of being a cyber resilient. So you're more likely to be successful in the cloud than you are if you're in your own data center on-prem somewhere. Yeah, I would also mention the leveraging of cloud technology. I think this is a key part. But also, I guess, would be very important for the future of the ERP systems, the taking advantage of the AI or machine learning capabilities to embed new services and new functionalities to those solutions, improving the user experience and, of course, developing industry-specific solutions. I think these enhancements aim to drive efficiency, agility, and also data-driven decision-making in organizations across various sectors. And I think that's the roadmap for those ERP systems. 
Julian, Mercedes, I'd like to thank you for a great conversation. Thank you very much. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast series to get regular updates and information about future episodes. But until next time, from Julian, Mercedes, Oikyu and I, thanks for discussing the future of ERP.